Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When was the last time you had an orgasm? Okay, but when was the last time you had an orgasm that was so incredible it healed your sexuality? Lots of us approach masturbation as just a thing to do to get us off and move on with our day. But what if you could touch yourself to facilitate sexual liberation? With Chakrabs, you can. Chakrabs is a woman-owned sexual wellness company that makes beautiful, handcrafted pleasure tools from Pure Crystal. These crystals are a natural earth-made material that come with their own unique properties to help awaken higher levels of consciousness, help you work through emotional imbalances, and heal deep core wounding. And the orgasms are incredible. If you want to bring sensual vibes and much-needed healing to your sexuality, go to chakrubs.com and use my code LIBERATION to get 15% off your purchase. That's C-H-A-K-R-U-B-S dot com, promo code LIBERATION for 15% off your purchase. Center your pleasure and heal your sexuality with chakrabs, and may your orgasms be plentiful. Hey y'all, I'm Evian Whitney and welcome to The Sexually Liberated Woman. If you haven't heard, the month of May is International Masturbation Month and I don't know about you, maybe it's just the sex positive sexuality educator bubble I'm living in, but it seems like everybody and their mother (laughs) is talking about masturbation right now. And I'm loving it. I mean, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I am pro-masturbation. I believe that the sexual relationship we have with ourselves is the most important sexual relationship we'll ever have. 
And I think that nurturing that relationship is crucial if we want to journey on this path of sexual healing and liberation. But not everybody masturbates. Uh, For some people, it's just not their ministry. Like it's not something they like to do or that their body enjoys. And there is no shame in that period. For others, they don't masturbate because the shame they've accumulated over years and years of being told that it's bad or wrong stops them from being able to fully go there. Or maybe it's not just shame. Maybe it's also the trauma they've experienced, or maybe they're placing a lot of shoulds on themselves about how their masturbatory practices need to look like. Like it needs to have a vibrator. It needs to be done without any sex toys. It needs to result in an orgasm every time, etc. There can be a lot of mental chatter an emotional gunk (laughs) attached to masturbation. And that's something that I think gets brushed aside during a month like this where everyone is just like, masturbation, yeah, let's talk about our favorite vibrators. Let's celebrate how much we love giving love to our bodies. Well, today I wanted to give some encouragement to the people out there who have a complicated relationship with masturbation one that is laced with shame and maybe even a little fear. And I'd like to provide y'all with some tools and tips that I have used myself and have also given to my clients as a way to help them get rid of the shame that is coming up for them around masturbation. So that's what we're going to get into today. One of the most common things I hear from folks who don't masturbate and wish that they did but can't seem to because of shame is the religious story they've been taught about it. That masturbation is sinful and should be avoided at all costs, lest you wish to burn in the fire and brimstone of the core of the earth. (laughs) I'm laughing because as I say that aloud, I'm thinking, this sounds ridiculous. Uh, But if this is a story you've been told during your formative years of your personal development, like I have... This shit will stay with you in a habitual way. I mean, I was raised to believe that sex with myself is a perversion, that dirty thoughts were wrong, and that Jesus wouldn't masturbate, so I shouldn't either. Now, I no longer subscribe to those particular stories, but the underlying shame that they are intended to activate are still with me. I mean, not so much that it prevents me from masturbating. I feel like my desire to pleasure myself is often stronger (laughs) than the fear of patriarchal God that these stories mean to imprint upon me. But it's taken years, years for me to get to that point. Another thing I hear a lot in my work is that folks don't masturbate and wish they did because they've been told that they need to save all of their sexual energy for their partner, that having sex with themselves violates the sexual fidelity that they've pledged to their boo. (laughs) Now, I'll be honest and say that I heard this a lot growing up, particularly in my teens. And I thought this story became extinct because it was 
it's just so silly. <laughs> it's so silly. Uh, but recently I was doing an interview and I was asked by the person interviewing me, what do you say to people who are afraid to masturbate because they don't want it to take away from their partner? And I just, I, I, I was astounded. <laughs> I was astounded that this falsehood still exists. So I'm saying all of this to get to this point, which is that often what's holding us back from fully engaging in a healthy, self-pleasuring relationship with ourselves is the stories that we've been told or have been telling ourselves that deter us from it. And the way we can begin to engage in a healthy, self-pleasuring relationship with ourselves is by one, challenging and releasing those bullshit stories, and two, embodying new ones. And this can work with any stories you have that are preventing you from nurturing your solo sexual relationship, not anything having to do with religion. Like maybe your story is that being with your body by yourself in such an intimate way freaks you out or that you don't feel like you can access masturbation because of the sexual trauma you've experienced or maybe because of the way your body looks. Whatever is blocking you, I think that the tips I'm going to share here can help dissolve them and make accessing your sexuality at your own hands easier and more enjoyable, or so I hope. (laughs) And because I'm going to be giving you some tools, maybe pause this episode and get out a pen and a piece of paper so you can take some notes. Or you can come back to this episode when you have a moment to sit down and really dive in. Okay, so how do we challenge and release these bullshit stories preventing us from having sex with ourselves the way we want to? Well, first, we need to get really clear about what those stories are. So the first step is to inquire within and closely examine your negative notions about masturbation. What stories do you have about masturbation and where did those stories come from? Who put these ideas into your head? Who put them into your body? Can you pinpoint where these stories begin? Now, answering these questions can be challenging to confront because I'm willing to bet their origin stories aren't cute (laughs) or fun to look at, but getting to the root of where these falsehoods come from will help you in the process of uprooting it. Like you can pull the weed from the stem if you want, but it's only going to keep growing. You got to get to the root. Not only does that help eradicate the old stories in your way, it also helps you in planting new seeds and intentions for what you want to believe instead. So if you want to begin to feel good about masturbating, sit with those questions and with yourself. Make a note of what comes up, what memories surface, what other stories offshoot from that original story, because this shit goes deep. I mean, a lot deeper than I think many of us realize, and it's important to take the time to understand where it's coming from. Okay, after you've identified the story or stories, after you've gotten to the root of what they are. It's time to go a little deeper and ask, how does believing in this story about masturbation or self-pleasuring show up for me? Like, since I've held this story as truth, 
how has it prevented me from having the kind of self-loving experiences I want to have? And how has it affected the way I show up for sex with other people? Because let me tell you, these yucky stories don't just show up when we're by ourselves naked in our beds. They absolutely come through when we're trying to have sexy times with other people. Perhaps not in the same ways, but they show up. So how does believing in the old stories you have about masturbation affect you? How does it affect the way you see your own body and sexuality? Again, take some time to process through your answers and notice what comes up. All of this is information. It's not meant to be judged, just observed. And this information will go toward helping you create new stories, which we will get into in a little bit. Next, ask yourself the one question that always stops my bullshit stories in their tracks, and it is this. Is it true? As in, I have the story that says masturbation is sinful, or masturbation is bad, or my sexuality is wrong, whatever it is. I have this story. Is it true? Do I believe that masturbation is sinful? An interesting thing happens when we ask ourselves this question. We have the opportunity in that moment to call bullshit on it, because we're often going with these stories automatically habitually, not really giving pause to whether or not they're things we believe with our whole hearts. So by asking this question, we basically ask, I know I was told this, but do I believe it to be true? Often, the answer is no. (laughs) Now, sometimes after asking that question, is it true? We might answer yes. Like, yes, that is true. Masturbation is sinful. And once more, we have the opportunity to debunk that by asking again, what exactly about that story is true? Uh, In this case, what exactly about masturbation being sinful is true? And who or what is served by my believing that that is true? Because that is the question, my friends. I should say here that this line of inner questioning can be really intense. So don't go too hard on yourself to have a definitive answer. Just know that you just posing that question to yourself is initiating healing in that moment. The answer doesn't matter as much as your intention to answer the question. All of that said, once you intuitively know that the stories that bring you sexual shame aren't true, you can actively make choices to not believe them. Which brings me to my favorite part of this process, which is creating new intentions and choosing what you want to believe in instead. This is where you get to dream, where you can create new stories about self-pleasuring that celebrate, liberate, and bring exploration to your radiant sexuality. Because yes, you get to choose what you want to believe in place of those old stories. You can choose to see masturbation as lightness, as healthy, as holy and safe. So what do you want to believe instead? Maybe it's that masturbation is a beautiful gesture of the love you have for yourself Maybe it's that masturbation is the practice by which you safely and consensually explore your own sexuality. 
Maybe it's that this is just another way for you to show intimacy and care for your body in a world that is constantly trying to dislocate you from it. Whatever it is, write it down in affirmation form. So something like, I masturbate to give my body care and love. I masturbate to nourish a relationship with my pleasure. I masturbate to connect to my erotic power, things like that. If you don't do anything else within this process, if you don't listen to anything else within this particular episode, please take some time to write out some intentions or stories that you want to believe about masturbation instead. And this doesn't just have to apply to masturbation. This can apply to every aspect of your sexuality and your sexual identity. Okay, the last step of this process is the most important, and that is simply to begin embodying these new stories, to live them out and practice with your actions what truths you want to be led by instead. Now, obviously, choosing to masturbate is one great way to live out these new stories. I mean, there's nothing like giving those old stories the boot by doing precisely what they've demanded that you not do for all those years but only if it's done with intention. And as goddess Lou LaBelle says, do nothing without intention, okay? This is where your intentions and stories that you created in the previous step come in handy. The next time you masturbate, say these intentions before, say them during, say them after. Say them when you're not masturbating, like say them when you're twisting your hair, when you're walking your dog as a prayer before you go to sleep. I believe that affirmations are spells that we cast to bring in the vibes and energy that we wish to attain. And for this specifically, affirmations are spells that we cast to bring in liberation and healing of our sexuality. So what spells will you cast? Uh, one final tip, make loving, non-sensual touch a habit. Sometimes the thing that keeps us blocked from accessing a healthy sexual relationship with ourselves is how lofty touching ourselves can feel, especially if we've never done it without those stories of shame before. So I also would love for you to explore getting really familiar with the feel of your own body with your own hands and to establish new connections with your body outside of a sexual context. And that can look like lathering yourself up with lotion after you take a bath that can look like giving your body some loving touch while you're dancing in the mirror. I mean, there are so many ways that this can show up. Well, okay, my friends, uh, that's all I have today. I hope this was helpful. Uh, I hope that it helps release shame, not just from your self-pleasure practice, but from all areas of your sexuality. And uh, if you end up trying this process, let me know how it goes. Uh, you can always send me an email at evian at evianwhitney.com. I'll put that in the show notes for you if you'd like to send me an email. I'd love to witness what came up for you. And hey, happy masturbation month. Happy self-pleasuring. Stay safe. Have fun. This podcast is produced, edited, and designed by me, Evian Whitney. 
find me on my website, evianwhitney.com and on Instagram at evian.whitney to keep up with me and my work. The Sexually Liberated Woman is made possible with community support from each one of my very special patrons on Patreon. If you want to help sustain the sexually liberated woman, go to patreon.com slash SLW podcast and become a patron. And don't forget to rate and review on Apple podcasts. It helps others find the show. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you in the next episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.